podcast features views and opinions that are not representative of the collective views of the Whispers groups. Some of these views may not be suitable for children. Accordingly, the producers and hosts of the Missy AE podcast must insist that no one attempt to take anything that is being said as representative of the views of any of the Whispers groups. Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of the Missy AE show. Tonight, we bring to you the top 10 Survivor seasons of all time. That's right. We've done the men. We've done the women. Now we're going to do the top 10 Survivor seasons of all time. Uh, obviously, I'm not Jim. Uh, Jim is running a little late tonight. Uh, so uh, he will be joining us momentarily. Uh, if you guys want to call in and discuss the top 10 Survivor Seasons of all time, you can call in at 657-383-1308. Uh, once we get Jim in here, 
uh, obviously he will he will take over as uh, as host. Uh, the chat room is open. Uh, I believe we have Melissa currently on the line right now. Uh, Melissa, we've done the top ten males and the top ten females so far, and there seems to be more debate going around when it comes to the top 10 females as opposed to the males. We had a lot tougher time uh, digging through the top 10 women. So kind of thinking maybe perhaps uh, seasons may sort of fall under that same category. For seasons, you mean? Yeah, for seasons. For, yeah. Uh, uh, in, terms of, in terms of how hard – you know how hard it's going to be to come up with a top ten, uh, a top ten seasons list. Well, I've got my top ten. Um, I don't know. I may change my mind as we go along, but I've I've pretty much got them down. I, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely. I mean, I, I at least have I have at least uh, my top three in no particular order, uh, you know, that I know are definitely going to be in my top three. But the rest of them, quite frankly, you know, it's 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 very hard to narrow down when, you know, there there are obviously several qualities season brings in, you know, whether, whether it's an exciting season, excuse me, if it's an exciting season, you know, if there are certain gameplay moves that are made that stick out, uh, you know, whether this season presented, uh, you know, specific characters to the show, you know, there's a whole bunch, a whole bunch of, uh, of qualities that you can actually look for in this, uh, you know, in these uh, these rankings. Yeah, you know me though. I'm gonna go with my favorite. <laughs> my favorite. My favorite. But anyway. Oh yeah. Yeah, we know. We know. We know how uh, how last how last week turned out with uh, with some of the some of the lists that we that we came up with. Um, but I think we, I think we can all kind of agree though, that maybe perhaps winners at war is nowhere near the top 10. Yeah. Considering probably all, not. considering all of the, it's probably, of the it's up. probably in the top 10, but not, um, the top, the top 10. I mean, you just, you, just, I would you say, take a look at that season. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say it's probably there towards the bottom, like 9 or 10. Yeah, because I was was sort of thinking, you know, myself, you take a look at uh, Winners at War in particular and the fact that it brought in all of these, uh, all of the past winners, you know, 20 of the past winners, and it also included the Edge of Extinction. Uh, JB, I have added you onto the call here. Uh, Jim, is running, uh, Jim is running a little late, so, uh, so I'm stalling right now so that he can uh, 
so that uh, you know he can he can end up calling in as as uh, as quickly as he's able to. Uh, JB, did you happen to get a hold of uh, of Eddie tonight? I uh, texted him. I didn't get a uh, chance to uh, call him. Oh, well, because I, I, I know one thing uh, he probably would have absolutely loved to have been on the uh, the top ten men and top ten women's list with, you know, his with his expertise in the edit, if you would. Uh, I know there's definitely there's definitely a lot of uh, you know a lot of stuff that he could have that he could have provided a lot of insight that he could have provided. I would have it would have been very intriguing. I think to see his uh, to see his top ten list, considering how all of us each put out a different list. You know, considering the right. fact that Eddie focuses mainly on the edit for the most part it would have been very interesting to see what he would have what he would have come up with with a top 10 hey real quick uh bands i just text bands i texted him maybe half an hour ago uh what i'm gonna do is get off here and i'll give him a call and then call back in okay and I'll uh, you know give you the uh, and I'll give you the update. But I'll call yeah. back in within I'll call back in within geez five ten minutes. All right, that sounds good. Okay. All right. Uh, now what what was I talking about? Oh yeah, winner winners at war. You know, considering the fact that even though it presented the top twenty, you know, twenty of the of the best winners to have ever played the game, in my opinion, I think one of the things that kind of drags away from it is the fact that I think Edge of Extinction definitely plays, you know, a huge factor when it comes to it potentially not being, you know, a top 10 season, because I, yeah, you know, obviously CBS, they wanted to do all they could to bring the, uh, you know, to keep the winners there as, as long as possible. But, you know, when it comes to actual gameplay, the gameplay really didn't didn't start until the Sandra boot, which was what at the halfway point, pretty much. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry, I got I mean, sidetracked it's... a little, Steve. I got sidetracked a little bit. My cat was having a nightmare in her sleep, and she was making all kinds of noise, and it scared me because I thought she was broken out or something. Anyway, which season were we talking about? Winners at War. I was I was just uh, okay. You know, I was I was talking about how the fact that Edge of Extinction may play a uh, big factor in people's decisions if they're looking at uh, at a season like Winners at War. I mean, I understand. You know, CBS. <laughs> had to do all they could 
in order to, you know, keep people interested in the yeah. show. But the fa- or not not just keep people interested, but you know, the fact that everybody everybody wants to see a former winner, uh, you know, a group of former winners in there, and the fact that you know, Edge of Extinction was was implemented into it. It just, I guess it kind of took away from the importance, if you would, of the actual season. Uh, let's see. I have I have re-added JB, and I believe uh, he was able to get a hold of Eddie. At, uh, I believe that's his area code. Eddie, that you? That's me. All right. <laughs> hey, Eddie. Well, uh, hey, how's uh, how are you guys? Good, Neil. Uh, we're good. I'm hanging in there. <laughs> My little hey, dog is keeping uh, me young. Jim, Jim hey, is Steve, running who, a little who bit. Who all do we on. have on here now? Well, what's the consensus uh, now? What's the at least the top five that y'all come up with? Well, we haven't even. Uh, we're wait, we're waiting on Jim right now, actually, to uh, to actually start to actually start our rankings because uh, Jim is running a little late. Uh, I told him that I would. Uh, she was making that I start really up the show. Well, thank you. That was so nice of you. But uh, Eddie, we you know we missed you for the uh, for the top ten men and the top ten women. Uh, I, I have you have you had I'm a chance sorry, to listen I back to those? Such uh, a rough time. Have but you have you had the, a chance what at all? What the top to, ten men and top ten? What was what was the top man? Tony. Yeah, the top man was Tony, and the top woman was, I believe, if I recall correctly, Parvati. Parvati. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, you'd be an idiot not to put those two at the top. Yeah, really. Yeah. Yeah. But no, that, you know, that makes sense. I would I would have loved to have heard to have uh to have heard your top ten for, for the men and women because I know how you focus a lot on the edit and the fact that you know, the uh, we we based our our rankings on a lot of things, you know, likability factor, uh how good of a player they were uh you know their their finishes their respective finishes wherever they ended up finishing in all the seasons that they played uh you know there was a, there was a lot that went that went into uh that went into the rankings and i kind of thought you know that if you if you if you happen to join us uh these last 2 weeks the fa- the fact that you know you're so much into the edit, I would have loved to have heard your, uh, you know, your thoughts on who you would rank as your top ten men and top ten women. Yeah, I would. Did y'all? They didn't have to just be winners, right? No, no, no. no. Uh-uh. It could have been. It could. It could. It could have been not. We had a couple of non-winners actually. We had. Uh, like for example, I believe for the for the men, I forget exactly what positions, but we had we had Colby, we had Coach, uh, I believe we had. Did Penner sneak in, JB or Melissa? I 
but I, I think he did. I, I think he did. Hope he definitely should have been in. Yeah. And that mm-hmm. man is an incredible player. And what about oh, yeah. Serene? Did y'all, did y'all put her in there? Yes, yeah, she was in the top in? ten of the women. Well, thank you. Baby in Jesus. Who? Did we put in who? Cherie. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yep. She was. Uh, she was in there. Yeah. But I guess we're gonna we have, have to do the top villain next. <laughs> Well, I think we all know who that is. I don't, I don't think there's any. Uh, well, actually, no, there is. No, I, you know, I, uh, I, I, I take that back. Uh, you know, there could be, there could be some serious competition for top villain because, I mean, hell, obviously the biggest one of all is Russell. But, you know, Tony was a pretty big villain in Kaga. At least he was portrayed as a villain during Kagayan. You know, there's obviously Johnny Fairplay, who, hell, Definitely. he faked oh his grandmother's God. death. Really? <laughs> and all the shit he's done since then. <laughs> yeah, you know, there's there, there's definitely a lot of... Uh, you know, there's a, a lot of... Way, a lot of... A lot of uh, people, I think, that we could... Uh, if we were, if we were ever to do a top ten villains list, uh, that could be in consideration for a, for the potential number one. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, but uh, well, I have to tell you, y'all made my week when you announced the uh, the cast for forty one, because I hadn't been able to find anything. <laughs> well, I think yeah, there was actually, only nine you... so far, right? Well, I think we nine, but it still, you know, it was like it made my night. I was only, yeah, you're right. I, it was only a few, but I was at seven seven. I'm kind of curious to see if this uh, Sydney Seagal was injured while she was playing. Um, wow! Or if it was something that happened after. Well, I didn't know All about right, guys, that. Hang on. Hang on one second. Uh, everybody, let me bring in the host of the Missy AE podcast and our rankings. Without his help, none of these podcasts will be possible. Everybody, welcome Jim to the line. Hey, Jim. How y'all doing? Hey there, Mr. Jim. The host y'all doing the okay? Definitely. Good. You made my Good. week this week. Y'all, y'all, uh, y'all ready to rank some seasons? Hey, we're ready yeah. to rank some seasons. All right, I, I, I'm, I, I've been busy. I've been busy out in the yard today. My yard guy is out here. I've been sitting on his tailgate with him, talking about stuff to do in the yard. I'm gonna let him tell y'all hello. Hello, how you doing, sir? Hey, hey. how you doing? Nice to meet you. <laughs> How's it going? That's, that's my yard. That's my yard guy, Timmy. Hey Timmy, the pleasure. Hey, how you doing? We're all doing, doing? I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. Huh? That's Eddie. How you doing, Mister Eddie? Oh, I'm in heaven. Jim, <laughs> Jim spoiled this week, and it made my week. <laughs> made your week, yeah. 
<laughs> no, I gave him some information about the next season of Survivor, um, and I do, I do have more information too um, about some of them, but I guess we'll save that for the cast analysis um, podcast that we'll do. But I, I do have information on on some of them. I did I did tease how well one of them does and how one of the females do, but uh, we'll save all that for another night. Tonight we're going to figure out the top ten seasons of all time. Sounds good. Who all we got on here, Steve? I hear JV, Melissa, and Eddie. Yeah, that's, yep. who, we, that's who we have so far, and we have uh, Tim in the chat room uh, right all right, now. Tim in the chat room. I, I, I'm sure I'm sure Teresa will be calling in pretty soon too. Yeah, and I and I'll I'll be I'll be of course keeping an eye out for Kansas if she ends up calling in because she knows from last week's show that we are doing one this week. So yeah, Kansas um, Kansas will probably call in too because a lot of people you know I thought doing the the females was going to be the hardest, but it seems like a lot of people thinks doing the seasons is going to be even harder. Yeah, I yeah, think so. I agree. Defi- it, it, there's definitely a lot of a lot of room for movement, basically. Not just you know in the top three, but all throughout the entire all throughout the entire list. I mean, I don't even have a list except for I don't either. In my, I, I never in my come head. into this with a list. I kind of have thoughts in my mind as. To who yeah. I, it's kind of like with the women and the guys. I kind of know who my top three or four are, but everything else is is left wide open. Yeah, exactly. That as I as I said uh, at the beginning of the sh- of the show tonight, you know, I I have a pretty good idea of who would be in my top three. You know, just not necessarily in the exact order uh, because. I mean, obviously, you know, to to most fans, if you if you're a diehard fan of this show and you've seen every single season, you know, there's there's three specific seasons that probably stick right out like a sore thumb. So yeah, right. even four actually. And, and, and the thing about it, it's going to be very opinionated again because people are going people are going to have their own thoughts for their own reasons. You may rank a season really, really high because one of your favorite players may have won. Um, you may rank a season low because you feel like one of your favorites got screwed over. Um, you may rank a season low because of crazy twist, or you may like it and, and rank it high. Um, you may rank it high because of location. If you think back, back before that started staying in Fiji, we had a lot of different locations that were fun to watch. So there's a whole lot of, uh, of, of things that will go into people's decisions, I think. Yeah, like, yeah, it, like in particular, I know, I know one thing that will definitely stick out. Uh, we were talking about this before you came on, before you came on tonight, Jim. Uh, the first season I had started out with was the most recent season of Winners at War. You know, even though there were 20 former winners, you know, gameplay didn't really pick up until the Sandra boot. And right. quite 
frankly, you know, one thing you can kind of say is that uh, having Edge of Extinction on the season sort of took away a bit of the importance of the season, of yeah. it being an all-winner season. Right. But then another fan may like that because it kept, you know, maybe it kept a couple of their favorites around all season and gave them a chance to get back in. So that's, that's the whole dilemma. Um, what are you going to base it on? You know, what are you basing your decision on? Are you basing it on True. overall gameplay for a season? Or are you basing it on, well, my guy got screwed? Or, oh, yeah, my girl won? I mean, it just depends on what you're looking for. I mean, we had people last week admit, admit um, that they were voting for favorites, you know, who they like. Yeah. Yep, that was me. <laughs> yep, good I didn't, for I, you. I didn't, yeah. I didn't call your name, Melissa. I didn't mention no names. Uh, I know, I know. You <laughs> You let me have it last week, though. <laughs> hey, I'm with you. But it, but it's hard. It's hard mm-hmm. not to do. You know, it's hard not to do. Um, we all got any, our favorites. Any, any, anytime we do polls or whatever, it's hard it's almost not even worth me telling people, don't pick your favorite, pick the best player, because I know they're not going to listen to me. <laughs> yeah, really. But so, I think y'all were pretty right with what you what what Ken uh, what Steve said. I I think you're right about who you pick. I think we. I think both weeks so far we have come up with a, a very good top ten for the males and the females, and I I think we'll come up with a good list tonight. Um, because you you throw everybody's opinions out there, and of course some are going to vote for their favorites, and some are going to try to vote for strategy, and some are going to try to vote for the best season, and when you throw it all together and you mix it up and you tally it up. Um, you come up with a pretty good list. Yeah, definitely. Especially, and you know, I told I told uh, Eddie this when he joined tonight that uh, we would have loved to have had him on here uh, the past two weeks, considering the fact that he also takes the edit into account. For right. considering he's our edit expert. I would have loved to have seen I would have loved to have seen his top ten list for both men and women because compare, considering the variety of lists that we uh that we got uh out of all of us you know eddie's who know who knows what what his would have been considering the fact that he does go that extra mile and put the edit into account. Well, well, it would have been a different perspective, you know. It would have been good to have. I think y'all did damn good, though, with your choices. I thought it was great what you were telling me. Yeah. I mean, Um, mean, you know, automatically I said Parvati. She's the best female player that's ever played. And secondly, I said Tony. So I think the top two. I kind of thought that was going to be a no-brainer, and it ended up pretty much being a no-brainer. She kind of blew everybody away. Um, which I think 
she deserves. You know, I think she's the best that's ever played as far as a female goes because she can do it all. She's great at challenges. She's great at strategy. She can flirt if she needs to. Um, she's the total package. She really is. And she's gracious. She, she's a good, a damn good game player. Even if she doesn't right. make it, she, she has such charm and grace. Yeah. Who are you talking about? Poverty. Poverty. Okay. I, I, that's yeah. who I thought, but wasn't for sure. Hey, Teresa, <laughs> how you doing? Exhausted. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, my pay, my page it's my page it's docked a little bit tonight because I was about fifteen minutes late, Teresa. Yeah, I just uh, my husband's having a barbecue at his work, and so me being the nice person I am, I uh, made uh, cookies. What did did you have to uh, fix something and carry it in? Is it like uh, uh, potluck? Everybody brings something. No, uh, they're providing oh, okay. it, but I just decided to be nice. Okay. But Good just to recap, just to recap, I'm not going to go over the whole top ten list each week, but um, two weeks ago we came up with Tony as the top male, and last week we came up with Parvati as the top female. Not really big surprises, but... Uh, probably two people that are very worthy. And now tonight we go over the seasons. Well, um, I will. Is, Steve, is, uh, is Tim, Tim ready out there in the chat room? Uh, he is out. He is out there. Uh, I'm, I'm sure considering he's, he's listening right now that he's going to provide his top 10 list. Uh, okay. Once he gets the chance to. All right, we may still have Kansas showing up. We may still have her showing up. Well, I I said this last week. Given the fact that she was a two-time winner, Sandra could have been considered one of the actual top ones. Except she always had her butt during out during challenges, and uh, she quit. Yeah, I think she gave her last performance. I think she gave uh, fans enough reasons to uh, not give her that top spot. I mean, she can always say she's, as of right now, she's the only two-time female winner. But she can also say, I'm a two-time champ to quit. Yeah, you know, it's, and it's I don't like even like saying she's a two-time winner. Yeah, she won it, but look at what happened. That I mean, she shouldn't have won it. Poverty should have won it. Right. It was the boat was fucked. Pardon my English. That was right. a stupid uh, yeah. boat. Is this Eddie? Yeah. Poverty should have won. She should have won that season, but because she was close to Russell, they they wouldn't let her win. You know. So, and I'm sure if you went back and asked those people to vote now, they would not vote Sandra. I agree. I agree. Yeah. I agree. You know, and I, I, I think I think the whole Queen thing 
I see played that up and played that up and played that up the whole time Winners at War was airing. And, you know, I had told you guys what was going to happen. Everyone knew she was going to quit. And yet she's still playing herself up as the queen. I think that turned a lot of people off, too. Yeah. So, Her head you know, was bigger I think, than, uh, than the only. state of Texas. Um, I just think if you look at the body of work, you just look at the body of work, go ahead and give Sandra credit for her two wins, but go back and look at how she won, and then look at Parvati's body of work. Um, I really don't think it's that close. No, no. Well, and she wouldn't even well, won the second time if it wasn't Poverty giving her the immunity bracelet. Immunity thing. That was well, all also, Poverty's doing, the at, only reason she won. And you look at it, too. It, uh, the only reason why she won Pearl Island is because her competition Rufus? was the uh, outcast. Well, I mean, our whole strategy that season was, as long as it's not me, just tell me who to vote for. That was the strategy. And, I mean, it worked, but in the game of Survivor, how much do you respect that? I don't. I never liked her that much. I mean, I I know everyone raves about her. I never cared for her much. I mean, Definitely to me, you know, it's, it's 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 kudos to her the fact that she was able to capitalize on the on the uh, on the situation that was that was given to her, but you know, it's the fact that she didn't really do that much during Paul Island, and it was more of a, it was more of a case of. Okay, you know, I was never voted out. Uh, Lillian, not only was she voted out, but she was, if I recall correctly, she was a pain in the ass around camp. You know, that I mean, she was a hard worker. She was a hard worker, but as, as far as her attitude goes, you know, she had basically a freaking sourpuss the entire season. So, you know, it's... It's like the lesser of two evils. Do you want to t- do you want to vote for somebody who may have done nothing, but at the same time she, you know, capitalized on what she was given to work with, or do you want to vote for somebody who literally nobody liked the entire season? Right. Right. Yeah. Um, and you know, no in either. today's game of Survivor, she would never survive. She would never make it that far. I agree. I agree. But I think Parvati, in today's game, if they didn't know who she was, I think her style of play could still work. Oh, yeah, she could. And even knowing her, her game play, You'd be an idiot not to work with her. You just got to watch for the knife in the back. Yeah. <laughs> and make That's sure true. you don't hey, give your uh, and make sure you don't give your immunity 
to somebody somebody else. Okay. All right, let's, let's kind of go back and look at the season, starting with season one. We're not going to spend a whole lot of time recapping them. Everyone's seen them. What I'm going to do is I'm going to bring up the season and the winner, and you can all jump in. I'm not going to go, you know, to each person individually. Just jump in with your thoughts. And what I want to know is, should it be considered as a top ten season, yes or no? It's going to be very simple, just yes or no. And we're going to start with, of course, Survivor Borneo, the first season that Richard Hatch won. Should that be considered for top ten? Yes. Uh, yeah. I I think it definitely should because without Survivor Borneo, you don't None of them would be. change. You don't. You don't. You don't change the landscape of reality TV. Okay. I agree. All right. How about season two? The Australian Outback, where Tina Wesson beat Colby Donaldson. Should that be considered? For me, yeah. I'm a little I'm a little iffy on it. Okay. I'm iffy on it too. I'd have to see the other ones after we talk about them before thinking about putting that one on because there are so many fantastic seasons. All right. Um just starting to jot down my notes right now. All right, season three, Africa. Ethan Zahn won that season. Should that one be considered? Possibly. It's not in mine. In, it's not yeah, in mine. Yeah, in, in my opinion, I'd say probably no. Okay. It had some good cast, but... That was about it. Yeah, it had a great I don't agree with what happened and how it happened. And, you know, some of the things were just not right. Okay. Season four, Marquesas, where the sepia pulled off the win. Should that be considered? No, I didn't like that season. No, not mine either. I think it should. I think it should at least be up for debate because of the fact that it produced it produced the first ever purple rock where literally I believe it was it was it was Pascal I believe that got uh right. that, that was the victim of the purple rock and yet he was never even he was never even you know he had never had a vote cast against him basically the whole season and Marquesas actually, because of that one instance, that actually made them change the rules when it came to the rock draw. Okay, so it's kind of an it's kind of an iffy on that one. Um, Survivor yeah. Thailand, 
the season no. that the season that no. Brian won over Clay Jordan, and no. Brian was cast away forever in the annals no. of Survivor, never to be heard from again. <laughs> it's not in mine. Right? I like that season. I thought he was on Winners at War. No. No, no, he wasn't. No, no, no they'll okay. never, they'll never have Black Brian Black. back because he does porn. Yeah, okay. Same with Ozzy now. You, you can I like him. that season, though, with Brian when he won it. Not because Brian won it, because I like the, the the guy that came in second a lot. Yeah, I like Clay, too. I like Clay, too. I really like he, Clay. He, he's, he's in... Uh, he made that season. Yeah, Clay's in Whispers. Um all right, season six, the Amazon, where Jenna won, and uh, that was the season where Jenna and Heidi both took their tops off for peanut butter. <laughs> for entertainment value, possibly. Yeah, it's not in mine. Yeah, probably if any, if be considered at all, it would be for entertainment value. Otherwise, there wasn't, you know, there wasn't really that much gameplay uh, that season. It was mainly men versus women, and then all of a sudden, you know, the the women just uh, just basically took over for the most part. I mean, not nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying that, but you know, it just there there just wasn't. Yeah, yeah, it was basically a numbers game, and there wasn't really that much gameplay. No, there wasn't. It was totally a numbers game. Okay. Um, in what kind of started to be a turning point, I think, for the show, I think it kind of picked up with Season 7, Pearl Islands. That was Sandra's first win over Lillian. Um of course, we had the Outback stuff and all that, that kind of stuff. Um, should Pearl Islands be considered? Yes. I like Pearl Islands. Yeah, I, I, I think it should be considered. It also gave us um, one of the biggest characters ever in Rupert. And Rupert, Rupert yeah. yeah. And also you know? one of the most notorious, one of the most notorious the, moments ever on reality TV the dead uh, grandma. history, too. Right, yes. right. Yeah. And and it gave us the little underdog in Dara. Yep. I think I think it definitely warrants consideration for top ten. Okay. I agree. Alright, next up was Survivor All Stars. When Amber won, Rob finished second. A lot of people think Rob actually should have won because he was the one pulling all the strings. It was the season where he tricked Lex, and basically everything he did was for Amber. Um, but Amber gets the win. Um, our first all-star season, should that be considered? Yeah. I like that yeah. season. Out of all the early seasons, all-stars probably had the most gameplay. Not to mention, yeah, fantastic characters. I agree with you. Cast Steve. of characters that they that they had cast for this season. Yeah, so I think definitely. I mean, Big Tom was on that season. Um, 
I still Richard was I still, on there, right? I still, I still remember that how Big Tom had done everything Rob wanted him to do all season, and all of a sudden he didn't want to agree with Rob on something, and Big Tom asked Rob, "Why would I do this?" and and Rob said, because you've done everything else I said all season. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then that's that the season good. where Rob and Lex's friendship ended. Yep. All, all, I don't because, think, all because I mean, Lex I don't think you favorite. can blame Rob. If you're looking out for your girl, who's not going to make that movie made? Mm-hmm. Exactly. If any, if anything, Lex let Lex let his guard down when he I should, mean, have, should people, have realized that something saw, was up. People saw in our whispers games in seasons that JJ and I both played together. Don't go after her. I'm gonna get you. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, I mean, I don't, I, I don't blame Rob for that. So. But the next season, Vanuatu, the season where Chris Daughtry just wiped out like six women at the end. I like that season. I think there there should be at least some consideration, I think, for for a lower-end top ten season. Simply because okay. of the yeah. underdog story, because of the underdog story that uh, that da- that Daughtry had. I mean, six versus one, you know. It's, yeah, and he wins. Yeah, yeah and, exactly. And, hey, and and don't don't think those some of those women weren't good. I mean, you had uh, you had Amy involved in that. You had uh, Eliza. Uh, yeah, Eliza. What was Oh God, I'm trying to think. Ooh, Amy, Amy's good friend. What What's her name? I saw her picture Leanne. today on Instagram. Julie Berry. Leanne. 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 Oh, Leanne. Yeah, Leanne. Yeah, Leanne. If I If I recall correctly, wasn't Leanne basically the leader? of all the women essentially. And right when she got taken out, everything started going downhill. Yeah. Leanne was, Leanne was kind of the leader and Amy was the muscle. Yeah. And basically once and that, Leanne got taken the season, out, that... that's the season, that's the season Jeff Probst crossed the line and ended up dating a player when he saw Julie Berry laying on the beach with her thong on. <laughs> little little did Jeff know that Amy had her before he did. <laughs> <laughs> That's a true story. Um, all right, let's move on to um, Palau. Tom Westman's win over Katie Gallagher. Yes or no? I think it should be considered because of the um, – it was the first time someone played square like that and won it. I would have to agree. I'd, I'd say yes because – 
because simply because of the fact that uh, uh, apart from the paganging, as as uh, we call it now, from uh, from the pagong tribe on Borneo. This was really the only season where one tribe was completely decimated before the merge. Yeah. yeah well, well, well. Speaking of that, of tribes being decimated, that brings us to Guatemala, where they brought back Stephanie Lagrosa and Bobby John, and Stephanie ends up being alone on a tribe by herself, but yet. She makes finals, and somehow they vote Danny Boatwright the winner after she survived all of that. Should well, that, survived, season, should it, that season was, be considered? Well, it was Palau that she was the only surviving member of uh, her, tri- her original tribe. But was it Palau? Yeah, but the, her and Bobby John. Oh yeah, it was Palau, it was Palau, but Nakum Nakum didn't really trust her on on the uh, or not not Nakum uh, Yaksa uh, didn't really trust her uh, when she when she joined uh, Survivor Guatemala. So you yeah, could kind of uh, say Laguna, she was technically Ed Laguna Yaksa Nakum Naranjo um, as tribes. Um, but should Guatemala be considered Danny Boatwright's season? I like that season. I I I I enjoyed it. I like the season too, but it's not in my top ten. Okay. All right. Now we move yeah, to Panama. We move to Panama, where Aris gets the win over Danielle DiLorenzo. Should that be considered? Nah. It's not in mine. No, it's not in mine either. All right, what about the next season? Cook Islands, where Yul Kwan beats Ozzy and Becky. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I like Cook Islands. Even though it generated a lot of controversy, it still it, it still ranks up there. In my opinion, as being one of the uh, one, one of the more gameplay uh, based seasons, so I, think I agree. That, I think it definitely should be considered. Okay. Then we go to Fiji, and we know what happened there. They fell in love with Fiji, and they ended up later on just filming there every season. But Survivor Fiji with Earl Cole winning over Cassandra and Dreams, who stole Yalman's truck. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, should that season be considered? I don't know. I'm going to go with a no on on this one. I like the season, but as far as top ten, uh... Yeah, I'd say no. Okay. All right, the next season we get Survivor, and they go to China, which was pretty cool. I love China. That was pretty cool. I really love that season. 
And yeah, I like. Um, Ty Herzog ends up winning over Courtney and Amanda Kimmel. Should that one be considered? Yeah. Yes. Without a doubt. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, I agree. I love that season. I I I love the season because, of course, everyone knows I'm friends with Courtney, but um, I love Todd's gameplay. I love the location. I loved how they did that. That's that it, the location. It was just yeah, it mixed in the culture and all that stuff. I love that. I love and that. And that's where the edit really started. You could start seeing things in. They were playing yeah, with I, it. I miss, I miss that now about them just staying in one location. I miss seeing that, you know. Because, I mean, they used to do neat little things where they went into the towns and they, they'd hang out with the little kids. Kids, or they do things, or, or you'd see um, local monuments and things, and they just stayed in Fiji, and you don't see any of that anymore. No, you don't. Yeah, I yeah, agree with you on yeah, that. For the, for but I also, for, that season's prep really important because that's when they started playing with us really big time, the editors. Yeah. And yeah. also, and also too, for that for that season, they actually both tribes actually had a copy of the Art of War uh, that was done by <laughs> by Sun Tzu, which which actually helped I didn't them know that. Uh, to compete in challenges and and conquer right. and conquer each other. Basically, that's how they right. integrated, you know, the Chinese culture uh, partially into the season. Fantastic book. Okay, then we go to Micronesia, where Poverty gets her win over Amanda. So that's two straight seasons. Amanda makes finals and can't win. Um, should Micronesia be in consideration? Definitely. The gameplay was unbelievable. Yeah, yeah I like it also. Between uh, Eric giving up immunity to... Uh, What's your name? Only to be voted out, and then the uh, F and step. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're totally right there. There's yeah, a lot about a huge, that season. We need to. It, it's that was a huge, you know. huge, huge moment in Survivor history when that happened. And you knew yeah. the girls were just sitting there licking their chops at what was fixing to happen. <laughs> yeah. yeah, really. <laughs> what an amazing. That was a epic survivor moment. Yeah. Yep. Um, next season is uh, Survivor Gabon, and that was when we had an older winner, Bob Crowley, as he defeated Susie and Sugar um, in the final three. And he made probably, to this day, the best fake idol ever. So what about that season? I like that season. I did too, but it's that not season, in my top ten. I do think so that it should be considered because they brought a very entertaining cast, especially once the merge hit. It really turned the dial up, basically. And this season's also known for one of the probably one of the uh, one of the biggest blow-ups uh, at a final tribal when Corinne gave that speech to Sugar 
Uh, yeah, there is, about, there about is still to this day, still to this day, I'm I'm close friends with Corinne, and I'm casual friends with Sugar, and there, I can tell you for a fact there is still no love loss between those two. Uh-huh. <clears throat> so next we move yeah. on with the token gene, and we get a very likable winner, JT, and a very likable runner-up in Fishbach. But JT sweeps all the votes. Um, of course, Tokachin was in Brazil. So um, what about that season? Consider it or not? I'd say, yeah, because it has, like, uh, some of the big names now, like JT and Fishbach, uh Coach. Coach Tyson. Yeah, we did have yeah. future winners. We we did have future winners in this cast. Yeah, I think we should consider one, it. I and, agree with you. And and one who should have been a winner. Uh, I agree. I think I think this one definitely should be should be in consideration. Okay, next up, Survivor Samoa where Natalie White pulls off the upset and beats Russell and Mick in the finals. Um, I still, as much as I dislike the guy, I still say this was one of the best seasons ever played by anyone. Yeah. By Russell. Um, Yeah. It's just, it's sad he didn't learn from the mistakes and kept trying to play the same way. Um, if he would have adjusted, he might have done, you know, he might have won. But uh, uh, a pretty good season. Of course, a lot of people um, don't consider Natalie a very worthy winner. Um, I think she knew exactly what she was doing. She knew nobody's going to vote for Russell. So um, what about Samoa? Oh, yeah, do we consider Samoa? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I would consider it. All right, I yeah, think I, the I, next I, one I think the next one is gonna be unanimous from everyone. No brainer. <laughs> yeah. Heroes uh, no, versus definitely. villains. Heroes versus villains. Um definitely. Sandra wins over Party and Russell. Um that definitely has to be in the mix, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's a no-brainer. Definitely. definitely. Unbelievable game. I so enjoyed that one. I didn't like the winner, but I enjoyed it. I wanted Barbie. All right, next up is Survivor Nicaragua. That's when we get Fabio winning over Chase and Sash. And... A really big season from Brenda. Um, great cast. We had Holly. We had Eve. We had um, Jane. We had Marty. Um, Tyrone. I mean, we had, it was a really, really good cast. One of the funny little behind the scenes from that season was the players told me they just laughed their ass off at watching Fabio detox all season because he was detoxing while he was out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So what about Nicaragua? Is that in the the conversation? It's iffy for me. Yeah, it's it's on the fence. It's on the fence with me. I mean, we, we had it. We had an entertaining. The gameplay is kind of kind of back and forth with this yeah, and season. Yeah, it fell apart the last four or five uh, episodes. I didn't. I just it lost me in it. Even though I don't know something about the last the the end of it. I didn't like the last four or five episodes. Yeah, it's a no from uh, JB. Okay, next up, by the way, we, 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 go ahead, Steve. we have uh, Kansas. We have Kansas uh, joining us uh, on the line now. Okay, hey, how you doing, Hello. Hey, honey. Eddie, I hear you. <laughs> I know. I'm so happy to hear you. I'm so happy to hear you. I love when you join in. It's like getting <laughs> a hug Kansas. and a kiss. Hi, girlfriend. How are you? Good. I get to see the cutest girl in the world in uh, about nine, about eight days. Your little granddaughter? Oh. Yes. Oh. oh, that's so nice. Congratulations. Kansas, you missed it earlier. I was a few minutes late because I was out in the yard uh, going over landscape and stuff with, with our yard guy, and uh, I brought him on the podcast. He said hello to everybody. <laughs> Is he a Survivor fan too? No, he's never watched it. He's never watched it. He just thinks oh. it's crazy. He thinks it's crazy about all these podcasts. He keeps up on my schedule because a lot of times he'll he'll come over at night or something, you know, to hang out. And uh-huh. uh, he know, he knows Thursday nights are podcasts. <laughs> yep. So he he heard he heard a little he heard. Everyone that was on here um, earlier tonight, I was about 15 minutes late, but he heard, he heard Steve, JB, Eddie, and Melissa, and um, spoke to him. And um, and I, when he Eddie, when he talked to you, that's how he is. He you know he calls you Mister Eddie. That's how he always says Mister. So yeah, that's real nice. Good manner. Yeah. <laughs> so um. But yeah, that was that was kind of that was kind of cool. What we're doing, yeah. Ken, is we're just kind of going over every season and and saying whether we think they should at least be in consideration or not. It's just a quick yes or no. You know, what do you think? Um, so far, Borneo, Pearl Islands, All Stars, Vanuatu, Palau, Guatemala, Cook Islands, China, Micronesia, Gabon, Token Jeans. Um, Samoa, Heroes versus Villains, and Nicaragua. All of those have someone has said yes to. Now we're uh-huh. going to move on. Now we're going to move forward to um, Redemption Island, where Boston Rob beat Philip and Natalie, and Rob pretty much ran the show, and they even lost a, a, a challenge on purpose to get rid of Russell. So. Does Redemption Island um, deserve consideration? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I don't think so. 
I wasn't so I mean, thrilled with that season either, honestly. I mean, it just seemed like it was such an easy win for Rob. Not saying that yeah. he didn't deserve the win or whatever, but I remember that was just like, come on, guys, why don't you just hand him the game? Yeah. I mean, I it's a, it's a, it was a dominating season. Yeah. It was a yeah, dominating a lot of people, season, but I A lot of people back then didn't perfect. know that I knew Andrea. Um, quick, quick story. Um, cause I don't know who's heard this and who hasn't. Um, I got a message on Twitter from somebody that says, I, I'm a roommate of somebody that's going to be in the new cast and they really love reading your post and they can't wait to talk to you. And I'm, of course I hear, you know, I hear a lot of this crap, you know, and sometimes it's just BS. Um, so I didn't pay much attention to it. I said, okay, well, cool. When they announced the cast, tell them to contact me. Um, and when they announced the cast, Andrea contacts me. It was her. She was who the roommate was talking about. So um, we became big friends. Um, I had a dummy account on Whispers um, in case we ever needed to use it for anything. Um, gave her the password, gave her the access to it. So she was in whispers the whole season, answering questions. Um, you know, someone would ask something. I'll give you an example. Someone asked something one time about how the heck does she still look so good after all this time? I mean, do they let them, they give them makeup or what? And she posted under the dummy account, Maybe they had long-lasting makeup when they went in, which was <laughs> which was the right answer. She was giving them answers, but nobody in Whispers knew it but me and JJ. <laughs> so, um, and uh, it was pretty. It was pretty cool. And I had getting back to the story. I I had this conversation with her because. I thought she was a really good player. I'm like, what the hell were you thinking? You just handed him the damn game. And she realized it after it was done. She said she got wrapped up in it, and, you know, they they just did it. And she said if she had a chance to do it again, she wouldn't do it. So, anyway, that's my Andrea story about that season. I don't know if you ever heard that one, Eddie. I don't know. I've heard pieces of it, but I like hearing your stories over and over because I get a little bit more each time. <laughs> but yeah, um, we we did we did see some good players introduced that season. I liked um, that season. I don't. I don't. I liked it. And we we had a big big character, even though he wasn't that great of a player. But we had Mister Pink Panties Philip introduced that season. Yeah, Pink Penny. Secret <laughs> Agent Man. Yeah, Secret Agent Man, yeah. <laughs> All right, so the next season we go to is South Pacific, where Sophie pulled off the upset win over Coach and Albert, who we had on a podcast, uh, I don't know, four or five weeks ago. We had Coach and Albert on together. Um, what about South Pacific? Should that be considered? Um, 
In my opinion, no. Okay. I think just basically it was it was it was just like Rob's season where it was pretty much dominated by one tribe. The only the only uh, the only kicker there was that you know Cochran was the the move to flip Cochran is basically what solidified the the merge belo- the post merge belonging to uh to coach's tribe and there wasn't really that much uh i mean the they had great characters but there just wasn't that much gameplay after that after that one flip okay uh, and after South Pacific, we have Survivor One World, which a lot of fans consider one of the most dominating performances ever from Kim, and it made uh, two straight seasons that a female won. And in that final three, it was all females. It was Kim, Sabrina, and Chelsea. Um, should that season be considered? I think so. Yeah, I agree. I I would say it's considered. Okay, and then the next season, where we get our third straight female winner in Denise, who wins over um, Lisa and Scootin, Survivor Philippines. Yes, that introduced some great gameplay. That that one, it was. Yeah, of course, we. I, had I really enjoyed the gameplay. That was one of my favorites, Jim. And I'm we sure had, Melissa's uh, too, because we both loved the Lisa Welchel one. So I'm sure that Melissa's going to agree. That was probably one of her favorites. And and we had, uh, we were introduced to Abby Marie, who was quite a character. That was a good season. Yeah, very entertaining. And, uh, yeah, I agree. I totally agree. That was one of my favorites. And, of course, like I said, we had Penner. Is um, Melissa on? Yep. I'm here. Was it one of your, it had to be one of your favorites. It had to be probably at the top. <laughs> it's, it's one I of my favorites. I wouldn't say it's at the top, but, yeah. It, it, it will be in my top five, probably. I mean. For, it was for actually first, my, it was my second yeah. Yeah, it was a great season. It was really good. It was fun to watch. I loved it. It was so fun and entertaining and the yeah, whole scooping thing was so horrible later on when you found out all that crap with him. Yeah, it, it was fun. It was fun. I spoiled the hell out of it, which made it even more fun. <laughs> <laughs> so, you don't spoil the yeah. hell out of these shows. No. <laughs> I didn't know you then, you Jim. never spoil too much. That was oh, years God, before I, I knew you. I spoiled the heck out of that season. Um, even even as far as who was going to win challenges, who was going to do what, it was. I had everything. I had everything. Next, we've got Caramon when Cochran wins over Dawn and Sherry. 
Uh, considering that was one of the biggest meltdowns ever, yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, I agree. I mean, yeah, I would, the gameplay was fantastic. I would, was I would that the season? Well. Was that the season that uh, that Brendan Don got into it? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And Andrew was yeah, I spoiled the hell out of that one too. <laughs> and it was the back, it you was spoiled the, the hell out of all of them, Jim. Come on. Which season it, didn't also, you spoil it, the hell out of? <laughs> and it, it was also the uh it was also the back to back blind side of uh of Brenda and Andrea as well. That was that was one of the worst moments for me personally to ever watch were the two of them to go at each other because um, one was like my little sister, and, of course, everyone Aww. knows the history with the other one. Um, and, um, of course, I was told things they talked about out there. They told me um, how I was brought up in conversations and stuff. Of course, it never aired. But um, And then I liked Cochran. I liked John, you know. Um, I, I liked Don. You know, and I felt really bad about what happened with Dawn because um, I'm really good friends with her. I talked with her and her husband after it was over with. She had to have um, psychiatric care after that season. It was so Oh, bad. that sucks. Yeah. Oh, I hate to hear things like that. And she knew how I was with Brenda, but yet she was friends with me, and we kept the Brenda stuff separate because she knew I was – I was her friend, no matter what happened between her and Brenda. I was still Dawn's friend, you know. So, um, I, I, I that was a great season. I thought that was a really good season, really good season. And, of course, Cochran swept the votes. You know, yeah. we have another person that gets every vote. You'll have to forgive uh, me, Cochran fans, but he was he just, he never was one of my favorites. I'm sorry. All right, next up, next up, we have blood versus water. Did you like that season? Should it be considered? Tyson wins over Monica and Gervis. That's one of my tops. Yeah, I really like that season. I, I, I love that season. I, I think it should be considered. I think it definitely should be considered a lot more than the second blood versus water season. Okay. Yeah, I think it should be considered, too. Okay. All right, the next season, um, Tony's first win over Wu, um, Kagi Ann. Yeah. That's one of my favorites. Should that be considered? I say yes. It definitely should. One of of the games where the gameplay never stops. Yeah, I agree. That's the season Great we got gameplay. the llama. Remember the llama? <laughs> the llama, yeah. Only <laughs> <laughs> the llama. <laughs> the llama and the birth of and the birth of cops are us. Yeah, cops are us yeah. with, with him and Sarah, um, which came back later on to be even bigger. Um, next, we've got. San Juan del Sur, where Natalie Anderson wins over Jacqueline and Missy Payne. My opinion, kind of a weak final three. 
Yeah. Uh, this one's no, a no. not me. All right, after that, we've got Survivor Worlds Apart, where Mike Holloway pulls off the win against uh, Mama C and Will. Yes. Mm-hmm. Should be considered. It's not in mine. Okay. Then we get Cambodia, where Jeremy wins over Spencer and Tasha, and he swept the votes. It's not in mine. I think that for for me, I think this one is a, is a definite consideration, especially considering the fact too that fans actually had an active role in deciding who not only, uh, you know, they, they had an active role in deciding who came back for this season, which produced probably some of the more, some of the more new school season moments to come out of this season with the voting blocks and everything like that. After this season, you after this season, you saw you saw voting blocks start to become a regular thing. All right, You're next right. we got next we got Carl Wrong, the season where Michelle pulled up the win over Aubrey and Ty and it sent Survivor fans into a frizzy who were pulling for Aubrey. I like that season. I mean, there were things about that season I liked. I liked it too, but it's not in my top ten. That's, that's Kansas, yeah. that's another season. Kansas, that's another season that was really, really spoiled. <laughs> I mean, apart apart from the super idol drama, there wasn't really that much to consider it. You know, a top ten season. I think. I think. So I'm is, going is, with that, no. is that is that not the season we had the drama with Caleb being carted yeah, out with, with him? Uh, yeah, with uh, due to heat exhaustion. Yeah, that that was pretty much the biggest drama of the season. Yeah, that that in the whole super idol that they you know that they uh, hyped up for the entire season only for it to be a dud, basically. Right, right. Um, and fans still debate about that. The people that love Aubrey still think Michelle should have never won. The people like Michelle say, "Hey, she had a great social game. She knew what she was doing. She should have won." So that debate will live I- on, I guess. I still say Michelle deserved the win over Aubrey. Uh, you know, I, I, I was so I wasn't really you. that impressed. Definitely. I agree. I wasn't I agree, an Aubrey fan at all, actually, to be honest. I agree, Steve. I think Aubrey was one of the most overrated players they've ever had. I'm sleeping. And I think we saw that. I think we saw that when she came back. All right, yeah, next up we got millennials. 
Millennials versus Gen X. The season yep. that Adam won over Hannah and uh, Ken. Huh. I like that seat. That's on one of my. That's one of my top tens. Another another uh, vote Why that was swept. Adam got agree? every vote. Why do they? It want was a good number. It was a good story, but in my opinion, not a top ten season. Yeah, I agree with you on that. I, Oh, and it was really messed up at the last. How they added it to the last part of that, it was just messy. Direct wish you can call you tomorrow. Okay. All right. Next up, we've got next up we've got game changers, where Sarah gets her win over Brad Culpepper and Troyzan. Okay. Oh yeah. That was a good season. I like that season. That was a very good season. Especially with the whole drama with Zeke and Barney. That was all. Wasn't that also the season where Sarah kind of made a fool out of Michaela? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. With the whole the whole bench. Uh, right. The bench. Right. You're sitting right there on it, and Sarah comes up and gets it. <laughs> And then he uses the same uh, advantage to vote her ass out. <laughs> All right, next up we got yeah, heroes I... versus healers versus hustlers. Probably one of the worst teams ever they came up with. Um, ben gets the win. A lot of fans thought that it was kind of handed to him. Um, he wins over Chrissy and Ryan. Um is that a season to consider? No. Not no. Okay. No. That's, that's I agree with you on that one, no. All right, next up is Ghost Island. We had a really good finale. We finally had a tie vote. Um, Wendell and Dom were involved in it. And then Laurel was the one that had to break the tie. Um so, is that a season that we should consider? I really like that season. I did too. I think it. I think it is something that we should we should consider. This cast came to play, and for the sheer, the sheer oddity, because of the fact that this is the first ever tie vote at tribal council, or I mean at final tribal, right? You know that. That's probably one of the one of the top. Uh, even though it's not really talked about now, it's still in my uh, in my eyes is one of the top Survivor moments because it, up until this season, it had never been done. Right. It always been discussed. It had always been discussed. What would happen? What would happen? And Jeff always his standard answer was, "We have a plan in place, and we saw what that plan was." The third place person's going to break the tie. So now we know moving forward, if we have that happen again, what's going to happen? All right, next up we have David versus Goliath. And that's Nick's win over Mike White, who got really drunk on wine that year, and Angelina, <laughs> who's still asking somebody to give her a coat. <laughs> yeah, to, this day, to this day, she's still asking Natalie for her coat. 
Um, oh, gosh. That was one of my favorites. Yeah, me yeah, this too. One, this, this one's a yes for me. Yeah, I, I would say yes on it. <laughs> I think it was a good season. I think it was a good season. Um, next, we've got The Edge of Extinction. Notice how I pronounced that perfectly. Because I've called a lot of <laughs> over the years about the way I say that one word. But I got it right, right then. This is a season where a lot of people are like, okay, these twists are going too damn far. This yeah, guy don't even have exactly. to stay in the game, and he comes back in and wins. What kind of crap is that? Right. It was Chris Underwood's win over yep. Gavin and Julie. Overall, yeah. the so, gameplay was over. Overall, the gameplay was good, but in my opinion, Edge of Extinction just completely ruins it. True, I agree. I, with didn't, you. I didn't like it that much. I agree. And then the next season, Jeff just doubles down. He heard all the criticism. He heard all the criticism about Edge of Extinction. There, I got it again. Hear that? See, I'm getting good. Um, oh. He doubles down and goes with a damn island of idols. So, um, and this is where we have Rob and Sandra hanging out and talking to people and 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 making their big bucks for not having to do anything really. But Tommy I didn't gets like the win. Tommy gets the win. Who I will tell you, he, yesterday or the day before, he was DQ'd from the challenge. Um, so he probably got no a fight or something. Yeah, there are no he survivors left. Fight or something. No survivors left on the challenge. Um, Tommy wins over Dean and Nora, who was kind of the crazy girl that season, but played a pretty decent game. Well, I think Island to the Idols would have been better if it had been. Uh, Robin Parvin. No Island of the Isles. Yeah, you nailed it, Eddie. It would have been a lot better if there were no Island of the Isles. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> seeing so many damn idols. <laughs> yeah, that, that and if there was that and if there if there was uh, if there was no Dan also. Right. Right. <laughs> That's All right, in our last season, the one we just completed, uh, I'm sure probably going to make the list because it was a season of all winners where Tony gets his second win. Does it over a, a, another person coming back from from the island, Natalie, who was out there all season long and never had to, you know, deal with the real game. <laughs> And Michelle. And Tony wins with a 12-4 to vote. So um, does that season get consideration? Definitely. Definitely consideration. Yeah, definitely. It wasn't one of my favorites, actually, but it definitely is up there. It's it's definitely one of the tops. Okay. And again, would have been better had... uh, If they didn't have that fucking twist in it. Exactly. And they sent them home. Exactly, Eddie. Right. They should have been right. sent that home. Yes. That show up. 
and Otherwise, play the game right. I hate when they high. mess with the game. They, they they mess with the whole integrity of what it is. Kathy, and, that's, I agree and the with fans you. usually hate that shit. I don't know why they do it. Well, they think well, they think by keeping those big names around longer, even though they've been voted out. Um, they're voted they out. That they're done. The ratings. And plus, they're this done. is the season. This is the season when they did the family visit. They even let people voted out get family members. Even yeah, you, you know, if there was Whit got a family member. You know, if there was what? no edge, if there was no edge of extinction this season, Yul Kwan would have made the jury, and uh, who was it? Sarah would have been in the final three with Michelle and Tony. Well, if there was no edge of, Great there was no edge of everything would have been so different. Well, everybody made everybody actually made a jury. No, but I mean on a regular Survivor season. Think think about what Steve just said. Would that not have been a a uh, I'm I'm not going to say likable, but more um, realistic outcome? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, well, think I, so. I mean, don't you don't you think after all Sarah did that season, with the, she should have been in the final three? Absolutely, yeah. yes, one hundred percent. I agree. And then it's like if they, Natalie, without that twist, it would have been probably my top three shows if they didn't have that twist in it. And not only that, you could be right on uh, that one, Eddie. Really, because uh, Natalie, who was first voted out, got. Uh, uh, and got fire tokens left and right, mm-hmm. and so she was able to not only get many advantages in the final, uh, uh, whatever that challenge was for her to come back. Plus, well, I really like able- Natalie, though. You know, she's she's a damn good player. She really yeah, works she her is. ass off. And two, that was one of the ones they really edited her. I mean, you knew something was coming with her because every time you saw her, they had those friggin' filters on her. Uh, One thing thing I've always said about her for this season, um, and I'm not not a Natalie fan, but what I've said, to be fair, is she didn't create the twist. She had to play within the rules that she was, you know, the hand she was dealt. Right. And she and she did that. Mm-hmm. So I can't knock her. It's not her you know, fault. Not, it just not, never should have happened. Yeah, I'm not well, never should have happened. Any of that. Her. Well, yeah, I don't know. But it was a damn good gameplay. I mean, how many people could do that if any of the She's other survivors? She's a badass. She really is. Yes, and also, is. what I was going to say was that once she got back, she actually almost got voted out, but because of all the fire tokens she won, she bought herself an idol to bring back into the game. Yeah, but that, you can look at that. You can look at that both ways, Teresa. It's like, uh, okay, that's great for her, or you can look at it like another bullshit twist that okay. shouldn't have happened. That's how most of the fans, I think, saw it, too, Jim, as another I, bullshit I agree, twist. Kansas. I agree. I agree. 
Um, and I agree. And, with that, and again, again, let me it's repeat: it's not Natalie's fault. Not at all. It is not. She player. Absolutely. Yes, she did what she had to do. It's not her yes. fault. It wasn't her fault she, at all. I agree. And every twist they threw at her, she came up after being the yeah, first one did. voted off. She used she everything. Uh, yeah. You know, and she kept her head up and played. She did. She she was she a really she did. was an honorable survivor. Yep, I agree. Not like Miss Sandra. Oh, now that, and that Bruce, <laughs> oh, man. honestly, for me, that was the worst part of the whole season was Sandra. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And I told well, everybody yeah. it was coming, so everybody knew. But still, when you actually saw it. It just turned your stomach, you know? Yeah. This, this well, is a two-time that, champion. This is a two-time champion calling herself the queen. Yeah, the queen. Ugh. Yeah, and then she's more like a drag she's queen. She still calls herself the queen. I agree, Eddie. Let's call her a drag queen from now on. Yeah, let's. <laughs> oh, man. All those to me, she's a major loser. All those pictures she right. posted wearing crowns and shit. She's a bunch she of shit. Quit, trying to live it up like she was a queen, and all of us knew what was going to happen, and we're, it, it just made you sick to see her acting yeah. like that, knowing she was fixing to quit. I like that Jim took the crown off of uh, her uh, head on the fi- you know at the final uh, three on his picture. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, she doesn't deserve that damn crown. I don't think yeah. so either. People would look at her wins and say that she, they don't feel she deserved those wins either. We decided last week if they give a crown to a female, it should go on Poverty's head. Poverty. She's definitely. definitely she's the queen over Sandra in a heartbeat. So, all right, here's what we've come up with now. We've got a lot. I mean, we've got more seasons on this list. I've jotted down what you guys have said you're going to consider. Um, and when I did this for the guys and for the girls, I didn't have near this big a list. So I'm going to run down them again and tell you the seasons that at least one person said they were going to consider. Um, we've, we've gone all the way back to Borneo. Pearl Islands, All-Stars, Vanuatu, Palau, Guatemala, Cook Islands, China, Micronesia, Gabon, Token Cheese, Samoa, Heroes vs. Villains, Nicaragua, Redemption Island, One World, <laughs> Philippines, Caramone, Blood vs. Water, Cagayan, Worlds Apart, Cambodia, Millennials vs. Gen X, Game Changers, Ghost Island, um, Winners, what is, what is D versus G? David, David versus Goliath. Okay, all right. I couldn't remember what I wrote. D versus G, and I couldn't remember what it was. <laughs> is it, is Amazon right. on there at all? Who? Amazon. Um, no, I didn't write Amazon down. 
I, I didn't okay. I didn't think I heard um enough backing to write that. I'll, I'll put it I'll put it on there though in case someone votes on it. Amazon. Yeah, um, Australia too. That, that's I, why I, I do have I do have Tim's list on here too. 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 Tim's list on I mean, I, I'm doing an old school, writing it on a composition book. It, it took up the whole page. <laughs> <laughs> Jim, I got a, I got Tim's list. I got Tim's list here, and I just got to say, wow. <clears throat> uh oh. Uh oh. I'm I'm, I'm kind of uh, shocked. I'll just put it that way. Wow. Oh well. <laughs> All right, we got about 20 minutes left before we go into the overtime. I guess the only thing left to do now is to start with the voting. And, Steve, why don't we start with Tim? And when I, when you give me your votes, I want you to go in reverse order again. From Tim 10 to 1. Up to number 1, because Tim gets one point. You know, we move all the way up to number 1. Um, that yep. will get 10 points. So let's start off with Tim. Who is he at in the number 10 slot? Uh, number 10, he has Amazon. Okay. Good thing you spoke up, Melissa. All right. Keep going. Number 9, he has Micronesia. Okay. Number eight, you have Blood versus Water, the first Blood versus Water season. Right. Okay. Uh, at seven, you got China. Ooh, let me find. There we go. One, two, four points for China. Okay. Number six, you have Millennials versus Gen X. Mm, okay. Number right. five, you have Cambodia. Okay. Uh, four, you have the Philippines. All right. Uh, let's see. Number three, you have Cagayan. I knew he liked that season. He's told me that before. Um, <laughs> Number two, you got token chains. Okay. And number one, you have Cook Island. Wow. He left out some big ones. Yes. That's why I said shocking. Yeah, he left wow. out some really big ones. Wow. Okay, JB, you want to go next? Okay, I'll go. Okay, uh, number ten. Start at the I bottom. Have... Start at the bottom. 
Okay, number 10, I have uh, Borneo. Okay. Number nine, I have Palau. All right. Uh, number eight, I have Cambodia. Mm, let me find it. Let me find it. Okay. Number seven, I have China. I. Number six, I have Cagayan. Where are you at? Where are you at? Okay. Cincinnati. I'm in Cincinnati. No, I, I'm looking on my list. Where are you at? I know, I know it. I know it. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, number five. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna mess you up here. Uh-oh. Number five. Number five. DVG. Oh. David versus David Goliath. Versus, David versus Goliath. Yeah. Okay. All right. We've got it here. <laughs> number four. I have uh, Ghost Island. Okay. Oh, man. Number these, the top three, I don't know. Uh, Number three, I'm going to go with Australia. Wow. They didn't make the list, did they? All right, let me write it in. Made my no, list. About, yeah. All right. Uh, okay, you got two left. Okay, number two. Uh, winners at war. All right, number one. Uh, what else is it? Heroes versus villains. Okay. Number 20. Season 20. Okay. Uh, Eddie, are you ready to go? Well, I really only have seven that I have on here, so I'd like to listen to everybody to try to find my last three. All right, we'll come back mind. to you. We'll come back to you. Uh, Melissa, are you ready? Yep. Okay. Number 10. Number is 10. Amazon. Amazon. Who's number 10? Amazon. Okay. Nine. Philippines. Who? Oh, Philippines. Philippines. Okay. All right, next. Winners at War. Okay. Next. David versus Goliath. Okay. Micronesia. 
right. Millennials versus Gen X. Okay. Kazayan. Why can I never find that one? Uh, I know it's on the list. I've heard it. I've heard others say it. Yeah, I got it. I got it. I just, I, I can't. I, oh, all right. What's next? All stars. First all stars. Okay. Uh, Redemption Island. Okay. Number one. Heroes versus villains. Okay. Teresa, you ready? Yes, sir. Let's uh, get this show on the road. Okay. All right. Uh, start, from the, start from the bottom. You're number 10. Uh, okay. Uh, heroes versus villains. Okay. Number nine is Cambodia. Number eight is Cook Island. Wait a minute. Slow down. Slow down. Okay. All right. Uh, Cook Islands. Okay. What's next? Tokachin. Okay. Winners at War. All right. Micronesia. All right. Ghost Island. Then Caramelon. Okay. Wait a minute. Let me let me find let me find Ghost Island. She said Cook Island, didn't she? She said, I thought she said Ghost Island. Before it was Ghost Island. All right, after Ghost Island? Okay. Uh, Caramelon? All right. Uh, David versus Goliath? Okay. And then Game Changer. All right. All right. That's you locked in. Kansas, are you ready? I'm ready, Mr. Jim. All right. Start at 10. Okie dokie. Number 10 is Millennials versus Generation X. All right. Got Number it. nine is Kageyon. Okay. Number eight is David versus Goliath. Okay. Number seven is China. Okay. Number six, Micronesia fans versus favorites. All right. 
Number five, Palau. Okay. Number four, second chance. Mm, what? I don't have it listed as second chance. That what was, was it? Uh, that was Cambodia. Okay. Season 31. All right. I mean, I know I've got Cambodia wrote down. You guys are really testing my eyes tonight with this. <laughs> trying to trying to read my own writing. All right. All right. I got you, Cambodia. And number three is the first season of Blood versus Water. Okay. Number two is Philippines. And number one, because it started it all, Borneo. A sentimental pick. Yes, definitely. I fell in love with Survivor watching that very first season. I did, I did too. It came on right after the Super Bowl. I My remember, husband was uh, even watching then. He stopped I watching, that. I think, after season two. Yeah, I was, I was just a little thing, but I came on. I remember it coming on the Super Bowl. So you were already watching TV because you watched the Super Bowl. Now here's this new show, and you're like, holy crap, this is good. <laughs> oh, we watched every episode. Yeah. I, and it was, yeah. It, was, it, was that, it was that first episode that uh, Richard Hatch said that he was going to win. And I said to myself, you know what? He's got such, he's talking so, uh, oh, how do you call it? Cocky. He was, he was so positive. I said, you know what? He is going to win. I looked at my wife and I said, I'll bet you he's going to win. See, I didn't and think he would. He did. <laughs> I didn't think he would yeah, at all. He said, I'm going to win. I'm going to win this season. <laughs> okay, yeah, I love that. Eddie, Eddie, you got your 10 now? Okay, well, first of all, every one that you guys said, uh, they're all fantastic, and I wouldn't give up on one of them. And I'd even watch The Worst Survivor over and over if that was the only one there was. So, because I am such a freaking addict. But everything you guys said was right on it. So, my top five are solid. The ones below that are any one y'all said could take their place. So I okay. put my number 10 was Micronesia. My number nine was uh, David wait, versus don't Goliath. Go don't go so fast. Slow down. I'm an old man. <laughs> okay, I'll go back to my southern. <laughs> all right, all right. I, got I got Micronesia. What's after that? David versus Goliath. Uh Okay. DVD. Philippines. Uh, all right. Blood versus water. Okay. Ghost Island. Right. My number five 
would be higher if they didn't have what they did in it. Winners versus war. Winners okay. at war, I'm sorry. Uh, my four is all stars. My number three is China. Now, the reason I'm putting that is if you go back and look at the edit, they really, when they really started doing things with that edit. That's when we really saw them start coming after it. You could really tell things from it. So okay. that's why it's that high. My number right. two is heroes versus villains. All right. Let's see. One, and my two, number three. one is Borneo. I mean, none of us would be here if it wasn't for the first season of Survivor. Exactly. I totally agree with that. All right. All right. Um, all that's left is i got to come up with my – Now, some of the seasons that so far that we said were in consideration that have – Jimmy, you didn't have, get my – oh, 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 I'm sorry, Steve. Oh, how did I forget you? All right. Start <laughs> at the bottom. Uh, number 10, I have China. Uh, okay. Number nine, I have Cook Islands. Okay. Number eight, I have Samoa. Okay. Number seven, I have the Philippines. Okay. Uh, sixth, I got Cambodia. Why can I never? Oh, there we go. One, two, three, four. Okay. Five, I have All Stars. All right. Number four, I have Borneo. Okay. Three, I have Micronesia fans versus favorites. All right. Number two, I have Kagayan. All right. And number one is Heroes versus Villains. Okay. All right. Now, that's everybody besides me, right? Yep, looks like it. Okay. So far, out of the seasons that we said we would consider, there's only a few that have not received votes yet. Pearl Islands. Vanuatu, Guatemala, Gabon, Nicaragua, One World, and Worlds Apart. All the other seasons that we named have received votes. So this is probably going to be close. Um, now I just have to do mine. Um, mine's going to be wacky for different reasons. Uh, real quick, nobody get cut off. Nobody get cut off or disconnected. We are about ninety seconds away from the overtime. Right, right. Um, all 
we did have somebody we we did have somebody call in with a, with a two two eight area code, but I wasn't able to connect them before uh, they disconnected. So it was probably a, probably a spam caller potentially. All right, let's see. Filling mine out right now. And Tim, we got you on board here. Hello. Hi, Tim. Hi, Tim. Hello. Real quick, the uh, area code 228 is the uh, Gulf Coast of uh, Mississippi. I don't know if anybody there. Yeah, we've never we've never had somebody uh, from that area code uh, call in. I don't, not from what I remember. So, well, I know Sarah lives in Mississippi, but she's got the same area code as I do. So, yeah, I don't know, but. It, at least when I checked when I checked my uh when I checked my notes it wasn't on the uh area code list that I have here. Too late for him now. <laughs> yep. You and you and you are screwed. But this was so far so far you know, uh, this may this may be the the tightest uh, race I think that we've uh, that we've had out of all of the um, out of all the rankings that we've done. Well, I know yeah. like, I when uh, we were when uh, Jim posted about this, I was like saying this was going to be tough because there were so many good ones, and I think JB said something like, "Yeah, that's what she says." Yeah, I've, I've got my I've got my votes in now. I need to tally up all of this because, like you guys said, the votes are all over the place. There's, I have, I know he's going to win, but um, there's no telling how these these other nine spots are going to end up. It was hard because I mean I kept going back and forth on a few of them. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mainly went back and forth on like nine and ten. The others were pretty solid for me. I was kind of surprised, Tim, that you left uh, heroes versus villains out. Yeah, I, I just hate Russell Hans that much. I think I had heroes versus villains and then changed my mind. Yeah, like I I had Borneo on my list originally, but changed my mind and replaced it with Micronesia. I mean, especially since uh, Heroes versus Villains was the very first season I watched. 
Yeah, Cook Islands was the first season I watched. That's part of the reason why it's number one. I also just like the story of how it played out. Wow. This is uh this is close. Like the comeback of the I two four was simply incredible. The thing about it is, as we've had the last two weeks, number one is very clear cut. So there's not really that big of a debate about that. It's after number one. So my guess is number, I'm not going to spoil it. Wow. Man, this is close. (laughs) <laughs> Two, three, and four are one vote apart from each other. Bam. Wow. Is this taken into consideration your votes also? Yeah, yeah, I've added mine in. I'll tell you what mine were as soon as I, okay. I get this tallied up. Okay. Yeah, it, it it it's got my votes in it too. Uh, well, then I think this one is. I think this one uh, probably eclipses uh, the female voting. I think because yeah, I really didn't think. I really didn't think this one was gonna be that tough. But I remember Teresa posting in the group saying how hard this one was going to be, and I think she was right. I mean, hell, we didn't even have the, uh, you know, the the top, uh, you said two, three, and four were all separated by one vote apiece or one point apiece, I don't think we even had that many one after the other after the other separated by just one point on uh, on either the men or the women. I mean, the vote all the way down is close for all the, all the slots. Probably one, one or two separating everyone. <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy. Um, Yeah, I mean, the bottom four slots, votes 21, 22, 23, 24. That's the bottom four. Oh, Oh, man. And then the next two slots, 27 and 29, and then 2, 3, and 4, 32, 33, 34. So, Terry, that ain't close. Jeez. All right. Uh, my number ten was my number ten was Kageon. My number nine was All Stars. My number eight was Blood versus Water. My First number seven. 
my number seven was Pearl Islands. My number six was Borneo. My number five was Winners at War. My number four was Heroes versus Villains. My number three was Samoa. My number two was Philippines. My number one was Nicaragua. Now, here we go with our combined top ten. Number 10, with 21, Survivor, China. Number 9, with 22, Survivor, Cambodia. Number 8, with 23, Survivor, All-Stars. Number 7, with 24... David versus Goliath. Number six with 27, Micronesia. Number five with 29, Winners at War. Number four with 32, Kagiyan. Number three with 33, Borneo. Number two with 34, Philippines. Number one with 47, Heroes versus Villains. Yeah, not going to lie, when I did my ranking, I I forgot about David versus Goliath, or I definitely would have put that in my top ten. Yeah. So I think we got another good list. And it was very, very close. Yeah, very close. Close to the one that we've had. Yeah, any any comments? Anybody like, how the hell did that one get in there? Or, well, of course that was going to be there. I'm not surprised that Heroes vs. Villains was there. Yeah, I'm not surprised either. Yeah, I think that I think that one honestly was a no brainer. Um I kinda thought I kinda thought though that uh that, you know, the top spot probably would have been between Kagayan and Heroes versus Villains just based yeah, off of uh based off of the fact that it seemed like there was never any lull in the action uh on both seasons. Yes, I guess people really liked the cast of Philippines um, for them to be up that high. And, of course, I think with Borneo, I mean, it's it's kind of like when we talk about best guy, best males, you got to have Hatch in there. you got to have Borneo in there because, like Eddie said, that started it all. Yeah. Yeah, without Borneo, without Borneo there isn't any other survivor season and without Borneo, uh like I said earlier, the face of re- uh, the the landscape of reality TV isn't changed. Right. Yeah, that one that one show, that season started the whole wave of reality TV. Mhm. I mean, it introduced the concept of an alliance. 
you know, right. you, then you started seeing, you started seeing like the real world road rules challenge, incorporate alliances, uh, big brother, big brother, even amazing race eventually. Amazing race. Uh, I love money when they got a uh, when they got uh, started on VH1. You know, any reality television competition that came after that came after Borneo mainly got their influence from Borneo. And you take that all the way back. You take that all the way back to one person. Richard Hatch. Yep. Yep. He came up with it. He came up with the strategy. Um, I'm not saying somebody else wouldn't have because it makes too much sense, you know, alliances and numbers, but he was the first. That was also that was also when they came down to that final three challenge where it appeared everyone really needed to win that to get to the finals and Richard just jumps off. <laughs> He's like, I'm not gonna do this. I know either one of y'all gonna take me, so y'all go for it. <laughs> I know other players that use that strategy in our whispers games, and it works. <laughs> hmm. So, hell, even even Mike Boogie did it in uh, Big Brother All Stars. Yeah, he paid tribute to, to to Hatch by being the first one to jump off. Uh, or no, he wasn't the first one to jump off. Uh, Janelle ended up getting out first, but then Boogie threw, uh, threw the competition, the first part to Erica, uh, basically saying to steal from Richard Hatch, either one has to take me. You know, speaking of Janelle, Jim, have you heard what's going on with Janelle? I guess I haven't. The COVID. Yeah, she's she in really bad yeah, shape. Oh, yeah, I did hear that. I did hear that. Yeah, she's got yeah, lungs. I did hear that. I did hear that. It came back and it hit her lungs, and I think I, I saw like three months. It's it's at least three months for her to possibly start getting better. She's she's well, really and it's doing been badly. Three, it's it's been that uh, longer than that since she got COVID. She got COVID in She January. had it, and then she got better, and then it came back in, like, a pneumonia or something, and it hit her lungs. I'm surprised she didn't get ventil- She didn't need a ventilator if her lungs were damaged that bad. I think she, she did. Lucky. Didn't they say or she was on a respirator, I think? I think she was. Well, she said that she went in and she had a ventilator treatment, but I think she meant nebulizer. Oh, Okay. If she was on a ventilator, they would have had to put her out, and she probably would have been on longer than a couple of days. Yeah. So I think she, I think she got it mixed up. She had a nebulizer treatment. See, that's the crap with this COVID. It can come back and it can affect your organs. It's so scary. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, I'm going for, I'm going for my second shot on uh, on Saturday. So after that, the ten day uh, the, the the ten day clock starts for when I guess, I guess you're you're officially clar- uh, you're you're considered fully vaccinated ten days ten to fourteen days after your second. Uh, your second I think shot. officially it's two weeks. I, I heard 14 days, Steve. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I heard two weeks. Well, I know, like, my job at the commissary, uh, they, well, actually, on at Fort Leavenworth, they basically said, if you've been vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask. It's like, uh, I like that idea, but... Uh, See, I still, when I go to grocery stores and places, I'm still wearing a mask because this is what kills me. They're saying, you know, you're free. If if you have both of your shots, if you're fully vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask. But, you know, we want the people that weren't vaccinated to wear the masks. And I know out here, because it's like a big margin of people that, you know, are not going to get their shots. And it's going to be more people like myself that are trying still to be safe rather than these other people that are going to look at it out here and say, what the hell? You know, I don't have to wear a mask. No one's going to know the difference. And I, and, and well, if they're already are fully vaccinated, I'm not going to get them sick. So why do I have to wear a mask? Right. Well, yeah, my friend, I'm telling you, she's the one that would call me saying, you're going to put a tracker in me. They're going to do that. Okay. So when... Our governor, Polos, came forward and said, okay, if you're vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask. She stopped wearing a mask. And I and she goes, did you hear? Polos said you don't have to wear a mask anymore. And I said, Jill, that is for people that have been vaccinated. She goes, Shh, they'll never know the difference. They see, that's exactly right? it. And so you wonder how many people there are out there that are doing the same darn thing. I know yeah, out here, uh, like, I guarantee you, almost everybody that's not vaccinated isn't wearing masks. Well, the last, I, I time I saw her, last time I saw her, she goes, you've been vaccinated. Why are you wearing a mask? I said, because you're not. <laughs> I said, I'm wearing my mask. I'm wearing my mask to keep you safe because I can still get COVID. And I may not get sick, but I could pass it on to you. And if you haven't been vaccinated, you could get really sick. See, but here's what's so awful, Melissa. They still don't have the answers to, you know, like we know that we're not going to end up in a hospital, you know, or anything like that if we get, you know, if we possibly, we're going to have a symptomatic, you know, if we do get COVID while we're fully vaccinated. But they don't know, but they don't have the answer to about what happens later. Could it possibly hit us later where it could affect one of our major organs? They don't have the answer to that yet. Which is one of the main yeah. reasons why I'm still wearing my mask in in, um, in grocery stores, in small businesses. I'm still going to wear my mask. Well, I'm going to have a scary situation come Saturday because my aunt is in town and she wants to get together. But the thing is, is that I mean, I'm sorry, I don't, I don't really want to have them over here, <laughs> and my brother doesn't want them over there. And it's just like, okay, so we're going to go ahead and we're going to meet at a restaurant for lunch. And I chose the restaurant that I know has outdoor seating. There you so go, that we can exactly. Be outdoors. 
right. you can be outdoors, which will be a little bit more safe, but it's still going to be pretty scary for me because I have not been out to a restaurant. it's a lot safer than eating indoors, though. You're in smart to year. that. Absolutely. In over a year. So crossing my fingers. Uh, I, my you're aunt, much safer uh, outside than you are inside. And you're, and you're very good, smart to not let it be in your house because it goes through your system. It can my go aunt through your, been your air filtration. Yeah, my, my aunt's been vaccinated. Um, my cousin has been vaccinated. I've been vaccinated. My daughter, my two, well, my oldest brother has. My, but the thing is, is my um, other brother just got his second shot on Tuesday. So he's not really all the way there yet, but the one I'm concerned about is my uh, my little brother who, because of political reasons, we don't talk anymore, um, but uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if he got vaccinated or not, so that's going to be a... Well, a lot of Republicans out here refuse to get vaccinated. Well... Well, I, I mean, I don't want to bring politics into it. I mean, it is, I'm, I'm it just, is. I'm just talking about where I'm yeah. at, out here. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, it's, I know it's well uh, Yeah, let's uh, I know let's, what you keep, mean. let's keep the politics out of it. Everyone's got their own thoughts, and uh, you yeah. know, you, you handle you handle this uh, situation as best you see for you and your family. Yeah. Oh, I've got friends that are Republicans. Yeah. I mean, it's it's yeah. not it's not anything like that. It's just a known fact out here. That's what it is. And it's not just Republicans. It's also very highly religious. Very highly religious people out here also refuse to get vaccinated. Well, yeah. I mean, I think I think it I think it goes even further than that. Um, like like. I told you, uh, most of you heard uh, our our yard man on the podcast early tonight. Um, he basically supports Democrats, but he's not going to get the vac- vaccine. He's just scared of it. He just he don't want it. Yeah, a lot of his people wife, are afraid his of wife, it. Yeah. His wife don't want it. Um, they have a grandson that got COVID, and he's okay now. But even with the grandson, um, I mean, they were wearing masks the whole time around the house, but they still don't want to get the vaccine. And they are pretty much Democrats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. My so son I, I has think you have to, with, I think you have to throw, um, I know in this area, um, I think you have to throw race into it a little bit because um, black people are more scared of this vaccine than white people. Out here too, yes. So Absolutely. it's not necessarily uh, political. I mean, it, it it is somewhat, but it goes further than that. Yeah, well, out my, here, my, uh, the black, um, most of the black people are Republicans. Yeah, I thought it was yeah, the opposite. I, uh, I'm just every yeah. every place is different. That's just how it is out here. It's nothing. It's nothing to do with politics for myself. It's just you know what I know, what I hear on the news, and what's said and in the paper. I I know my son. Okay, 
And it had nothing to do with being afraid of the vaccine. It had everything to be afraid of the needle. And I swear, I, I, I told him, I don't care, Matt. You're gonna get, you're gonna get vaccinated. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. So I took him in, and he was really shook. <laughs> but after the first shot, he was like, Meh, that wasn't anything. Can we get back to and he got a second one just fine. I mean, let's, let's get let's off move, the political let's move, on, let's move on to Survivor 41 a little bit. Who wants to talk yeah, about please. Survivor 41 a little bit? I do. Yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. I have the, the big thing about it is, did Sydney get injured while she was playing Survivor or after? Um, or was that before? I'm I am I am not one hundred percent sure yet. That's the way yeah. I answer that right now. I'm not one Who said I, I'm, I'm I'm not sure enough to say. One of the cast members, Teresa. Ah. One of the cast members of forty one. I I'm putting it out there saying that she got injured um it, it, playing it, the it game. was a it was a very, very bad injury. I'll say that. Yeah. Very bad. Probably, Very bad. She was probably she was probably backed out. Yeah. That's that's my prediction. I'm not saying that that's in stone, but that's well, my prediction. she she is she's pre I'll take, she's pre jury. She didn't make jury. Yeah. Um, so that's why I'm saying I think that she was probably backed out. Um, and it, it's going to be uh, the survivor males that watch the show and love seeing the hot babes and stuff. They're going to be disappointed because she's pretty hot. Um, she's pretty cocky too. Now she'll she will she'll tell you she's good at different things. Um, but uh, yeah, it was it was a very 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 bad injury. Um, She's still recovering. She's she's still not, you know, able to use that leg. Um, still on crutches. Still in a still on a brace. Um, they and they even had a doctor in the cast. You know, they had a doctor from Nashville in this cast. So um, uh, I already said in in premiere the the football player the retired football player from the Cowboys he does really really good so if you like him you can get behind him and you're going to see him for a, a long long time. Um, so the, so you're seeing Eddie, Eddie I think Eddie I think you'll like uh, Ricard. Um, he's an openly gay male. Um, him and his partner have a Six-week-old daughter that they adopted. Oh wow! He is, wow. He, is, he is he is deaf in one ear. Huh. Um, in no sign language, so he's he's going to be a very interesting character for people to watch. I think fans will like him. Um. The the lady I'm trying to think of it now, um, lady that works in the grocery store. Uh, people are probably gonna like her, kind of like they liked Elaine. 
you know, down to earth, just, you know, just common person. Um, there does appear to be uh, a bigger diversity in the cast so far um, with uh, minorities. I mean, we're seeing Asians, blacks, um, gays. It's it's a big, big um, change as to what they usually do. Looks like um, we have a few. Looks like we have a few Canadians on this cast too. There, yeah, there. So far, there are two from Toronto. Um, they did not know each other, so uh, that. Now, once you're out there, and if you tell people, "Hey, I'm from," you know, you may end up being friends. But they did not know each other going in, and sometimes that happens. As crazy as it sounds, sometimes um, you get cat for somebody you know. But uh, they did not know each other. Um, the uh, I'm trying to think of her name, the the black female. Um, that she's a it's weird because she's a comedian and a pastor I thought that was kind of a crazy combination but she's good if if you like her get behind her because she's, she's going to be good Jim, um, so you're telling me the Cowboys have a chance of winning something for the first time in years uh, I'm telling you this dude lost a Hell of a lot of weight. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he went take in that, take very muscular and he come home tiny. <laughs> so, so yeah, uh, Tim, take that for what you will, especially yeah. for for uh, for those who I'm look not at saying, weight loss. I'm not saying he won. I'm not saying he won. I'm not saying that. I'm saying he's going to be around a long, long time, but I'm not saying he won. I'm, I'm I'm you, again, keep your eye on that. Keep your eye on that. That black female. Keep your eye on her too. Um, I I just had to get my shot in at the Cowboys while I could. <laughs> uh, I doubt you know. I doubt anybody's gonna recognize him. I didn't recognize him. I didn't. You know, when I found out he was, I was like, he played in the NFL? Uh, for who? who? Who is this? I didn't know him. Steve, did you, did you know him? No, I never No, but that's because, that, that's because he's a special teamer. So I barely know anybody on special teams unless they're from the Patriots. So, Hey, guys. <laughs> uh this has been fun, but I can't keep my eyes open any longer, so I'm going to call it. All okay. right. Good night, honey. Yeah. Night, night, Teresa. Night, Teresa. Good night, Teresa. Good night, John Boy. Good night, Mary Ellen. <laughs> Good night, Elizabeth. Good night, Ben. <laughs> Good night, Jim Bob. <laughs> I used to go by Jim Bob a long time ago. 
My yeah. dad's name is Jim Bob. <laughs> That's his name, yeah, Jim Bob. Uh, from, from every everything I've heard, um, Eddie, it's a. Uh, I mean, it's a shortened season. You only twenty nine days. Um, the cycle instead of every three days will be every two days. But from what I've heard, it is very, very grueling in the challenges, very, very physical. Um, so it's probably going to be pretty fun to watch. I can't wait. And, Melissa, I don't think, you know, I, I've asked that name you gave me, and I don't think they're in the cast. Okay. That's fine. I wish they were. I wish they were, but I don't think they are. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was just thinking that at some point, since they did make the finals, at some point one of them might get in, but... Yeah, well, that's, that was that's the unfortunate that was thing. A while ago. That's the unfortunate thing. A lot of people make finals and don't get on. I've I've helped a lot of people in their 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 uh, uh, auditions and gotten them in with Jody and all this and that, and um, very few of them make it all the way. I mean. Uh, uh, Allie did, RC did, um, Carrie, Carrie got there and didn't make it, um, Kelly got there and didn't make it, Jason got there and didn't make it, Dusty got there and didn't make it, um, a lot, a lot of them get to the finals and they, they just don't make it. Yeah. You know, they tell them, you know, keep applying or we'll call you back. And uh, Caitlin, I forgot about her. She's made finals. A lot of people I work with made finals, and and uh, RC and Allie um, made it on. Well, I can't wait to see if uh, Andrew's girls get in. If who gets in? Andrew Savage's girls. Oh, oh, she she should. She's got everything. She's athletic. She's beautiful. She's got the uh, bloodline. Um, either one of their daughters should get in if they want to. Yep. Same same with Penner's Penner's uh, son. Um, yeah. They you know when they did the blood versus water they wanted Penner and his son. And um, Cooper was uh, had just left and, and was starting college at Brown University, so they couldn't do it. Yeah. I don't think I don't think Ava I don't think Ava even wants to have nothing to do with it. But Cooper was going to do it, um, and Penner would have done it with him, but he was in college. Yeah. Jim, I hate to go a little off topic here, uh, but you remember that you remember that um, 
that story that you told us about Shaquille O'Neal having to go to a Boston store to find right. his own jersey. Right. Well, tonight I, I've been watching uh, while we were doing the the show tonight. I've been watching the uh, the pregame show for NBA on TNT. And he literally, I, I shit you not, he walked into the studio with a new jacket, a new suit jacket with the damn tag still on it. <laughs> <laughs> that like was such a funny story, it. Steve, because, I, I mean, we met Shaq through, you know, Shannon Elkins. Um, Shannon and his family knew him from, you know, when Shaq was at, you know, at LSU, down in Louisiana. Somehow they met, they became friends. I've got pictures with, I've got pictures of Shaq over at their house with the kids and all that kind of stuff. But, uh, so Shaq, I mean, uh, Shannon hooks me up with him. And, of course, I do the spoiler where I'm releasing cast names, and I, I release Shannon's name. And, of course, Shaq, retweeted it and said thanks to Miss Yee for for naming my boy Shannon Elkins on this season's Survivor, and it you know it really pissed off Jeff Pro because he hated that because Shaq's got so many damn followers you know, um, but the thing about the jersey it's funny and Christopher's got it in a frame now he doesn't wear it and he's got it framed. Um, him and him and Christopher used to play against each other online on that uh, that damn video game called Guitar Hero. You know, I don't know if anybody remembers that, but uh-huh. you, had to play, you had to play a guitar to a song, um, and Christopher and Shaq would play against each other, and I remember it was so funny one time. Shaq sent a video bragging about how good he did and and I thought he did really good and then Christopher watched and he said, Dad, he's playing on beginner. Look, he's on beginner. <laughs> <laughs> and so Christopher 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 messaged him back and says, Dude, you're playing on beginner. Grow up <laughs> And so anyway anyway, then we, we get to Christopher wanted a, a jersey, and this was when this was his last season with the Celtics. He was number thirty-six, Steve. I know you remember that. Um, yep. And and Shaq, he had an apartment. He had an apartment there in in Boston. You know, during the season, and uh, he he told he told Christopher, he said, I don't I don't even have none of my jerseys here. I'll I'll, I'll get one from the garden. So then he messages back, and he's like, dude, they're out at the garden. I'm going to have to go find one somewhere. And he said he went to three different good stores in Boston. First two were sold out, and he finally found one in the third store. And Shaq has to go in and buy his own damn jersey. And he said, do you believe how funny they thought that was? I was in there buying my own jersey. I bought it for Chris Pretty, autographed it, and then we we uh, met him at a uh, Grizzlies game in Memphis, and Christopher got the jersey. So, and it was wow. funny because I mean, Christopher, I... Christopher was 
Chris was telling his friends, you know, I'm I'm talking to Shaquille O'Neal and Shaq's going to give me, of course, all his friends were like, oh, he's so full of shit, you know, just cut this shit out. And then when he shows up with the jersey that Shaq signed to Chris, they were like, holy cow, man. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I just saw him, uh, when I when I saw him walk into the studio, uh, the video they showed with uh, with him wearing a suit that still had the damn tag on it like he just bought it. That's the first thing I thought. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, yeah, I remember when you had to go buy your old jersey. <laughs> and he looked so casual, Steve, too. Steve's in the eighth inning. Eighth inning. Hogs without their cleanup hitter lead Vandy 6-4 over Rocker, and Kevin Copps is in the eighth inning. Yeah, I was wa- I was watching it earlier. Uh, what's it called? Before before you came on, actually, uh, they were down early, two nothing uh, to right. Vanderbilt before they ended up. Uh, Vanderbilt ended up hitting one of their guys with the bases loaded. I for- I forget I forget who it was that got hit in the head, but. Uh, one of the uh, Razorbacks got hit in the head, walking in uh, the runner from third. Yeah, well they're up six four now. Um, two outs in the eighth. Double elimination too. Yeah, no, no matter who loses tonight, they they're not out of it. But of course, you you want to win, you know, to stay in that winners bracket. Um. Yeah, and they're and they're down to uh, they're down to um, Kevin Cops, and normally that's a good thing. Yeah, only I four, only for, four more rounds. For, you know, all these all these closers. Oh, struck him out. That there goes the eighth <laughs> inning. Damn, he throws a filthy slider. <laughs> that is just unhittable. You can't hit that. <laughs> so he's got one inning left. I, what I was going to say, Steve, is I keep waiting on him. You know, all the closers, no matter how good they are, they're going to blow a game here or there. And I've waited all season for him to do that, and he just don't do it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, if it's a, if 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 he has a good spin rate, I'm sure Heim Bloom will be interested in him in the draft. Lord have mercy. I would draft him as a starter. I would try to make him a starter. And if, well, if whatever they go, do, just don't try to change go six, But, I mean, he's proven, Steve. In relief, he can go four or five innings back-to-back nights. So maybe he could start. I don't know. But if he can, yeah, but what, what, he's a hell of a closer. Yeah, but what, it's just like the the thing is, so whatever they end up doing, if whoever ends up getting them, you know, they don't want to have a Daniel Bard situation where you, right. like, if they're going to make him a starter. Yeah, don't, don't flip-flop it, basically. But, but the, hogs, the Hogs handled Rocker. Well, that that that'll just mean that that he'll slip even further on the mock draft. 
Sox more of an opportunity and, to and, either and the take thing them is, or, they did or pass it. Like I said, they did, they've done it so far tonight, Steve, without their leading RBI man and cleanup hitter because he's injured. And I did see uh, I did see Opitz get uh, get a runner out at I think it was at third actually uh, caught stealing. Yeah, he's 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 good. He's man, I he is he's really good. I, he's the only college catcher I know that calls his own game. He calls pitches. Dave Van Orn doesn't call him. Uh, Opitz calls the pitches. Yeah, I'm still I'm still stunned he didn't get drafted. Yeah, me too. And I'm Absolutely stunned he didn't make stunned. at least second team All SEC too. I understand not making first team because the catcher at Florida led the league in homers, so you know he's going to get that because of his hitting. But I can't tell you how many defensive plays I've seen this guy make balls in the dirt. I mean, the the Razorback pitchers. They don't mind throwing balls down deep in the dirt because they know he's going to block them. Mm. So, anyway, um, anybody got anything else they want to bring up? You want to talk more about 41 or um, maybe a suggestion about a future show we should do? We've done males, females, and seasons. Should we do favorite twist or favorite moments? I think favorite moments would be better than favorite twists. Yeah, I don't think many fans like favorite villains and top villains and top heroes. There you go. That's good, Eddie. Yeah. Yeah, I like that, Eddie. That would be cool. I yeah, like that, the villain, good. our you favorite know, I thought, villains and, and heroes. I like that. I, I, I thought I would do what we did in Whispers before, but it's I don't I don't think people would uh, would really want to do that now. But we did in Whispers a couple of times when Sam was there. He was kind of in charge of it. We did hottest male, hottest female, but I, I I'm not sure that that. You know, you guys would want to go that direction. I don't know if I'd have ten for guys. <laughs> I <really> don't. <laughs> oh my god! I'm just being honest. I, I could pick ten hot girls, but Kansas, I really don't I think hear, I could pick ten Kansas, hot guys. Kansas, I can hear your top ten. Males right now, number 10, Michael. Number 9, Michael. Number 8, Michael. Number Michael. 7, Michael. All of them. No, there's All a few others. <laughs> Michael would be at the top, but there's definitely several others that I thought were really cute. Yeah. So I, I, didn't, I didn't know if you'd want to go that direction, so I didn't bring that up. But I think... I like, uh, the, I like the heroes um, and uh, villains one. I think that Yeah, I, I, I like that. I like that, too. Heroes and villains. I like that. Mm-hmm. Because... And here's... It would be a good debate because, just for example, just for example, somebody should bring up Rob as a hero or a villain. Right. Yeah. He could be. Yeah, exactly. So it it would be a great debate. It would be good. So, Steve, let's do that. The next two weeks, I mean, the next two weeks, we'll do heroes one week and villains one week. Which Which one do you want to start out with? Let's do let's do the heroes first, 
And then we'll do villains. And if Russell Hansen ain't in the top ten on villains, I'm going to fire every one of you. No kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Him what and Johnny Fairplay for sure what, what, should be getting top What if I don't want to put Russell on the list out of spite? Russell has to be there. Fairplay has to be there. Colton has to be there. Yeah. Colton has to be there. And that's another one. I want you Richard know, Hatch has debate. to be on. Richard Hatch. Richard Hatch is here. Oh, for sure. Oh, he's definitely a villain. Yeah, that, I think that's going to be fun, Steve. I think that's going to mm-hmm. be fun in the next two weeks. Mm-hmm. All right, well, I'll set I'll set it for next Thursday then, and we'll do uh, we'll do villains the uh, the Thursday after that then. I, I'm assuming we're keeping yeah. it on Thursday, right? Yeah, keep it on Thursday. Um, okay. And uh, we get closer and closer and closer to. Uh, Big Brother and uh, Melissa and Steve's pods, and then Survivor 41. That'll be yeah, so uh, cool. Real, real, real quick, by the way, um, for any of my any of my listeners who may uh, listen to this, uh, who listen to the sports pod, uh, more than likely there will be a podcast this week, but because I'm getting the, co- the second COVID shot, I've heard it can be anywhere up to anywhere up to 12 hours potentially after the shot that I may experience side effects. So it's possible that I might not have a show, but I'm planning on on as of now doing so this Saturday. That's that's probably a night you don't want to be drinking, Steve. Oh no, I'm not going to be drinking now. I'm yeah. gonna. <laughs> Actually, it'll be it'll be Monday that I'll be drinking. <laughs> With that being Memorial Day and all. All right. Yeah. Speaking of, what now is give everyone us some tidbit for, for forty one before we cut cut off. <laughs> what what did you say about forty one, Eddie? Give us something before we get cut off. Give us something. <laughs> well, I already told you. I told you somebody's going to do. I told you two that are going to do good. One that's going to be pretty jury. Um, and I told you the challenges are going to be very physical. Um, and the season's going to be shorter, a two day cycle. Um, the pre jury, you know, normally they, they, uh, they go on a trip. You know, when the jury takes over, uh-huh. they didn't do that this time. They sent them back home, sent them back to the States. Um, told you about the doctor and Ricard. Uh, there's going to be, there's a guy on there that, that uh, Candace will like. Uh-huh. She'll like him. <laughs> um We'll see. You will. You'll like him. You'll like him. Um, and, the, and the, hey, the gay, the gay guy is would probably be considered a hottie. He's good looking guy. Um, told you about the one that's going to probably remind you of Elaine. Um, e v e v v i e. Um, Kind of a nerd, smart, 
sounds like it's going to be a fun season. Three three tribes, three tribes with six players on each tribe, 18 players in the cast, all newbies. Oh, I like that. It's, it's, one, of the, it's one of the tribes like the – is like basically a total disaster. Um. Yes. <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh, that was that was a really good question, Tim. That was really good. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Because it's like I feel I feel like when there's I feel like in the three tribe seasons there's always that one tribe that's just a complete disaster. Yeah. 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 That that was good. That was good. <laughs> Yeah. I think you might want to ask that. That was good. <laughs> yeah. So I take it once we see the first tribe to lose, we can probably expect that tribe to keep losing. Well, you know, you're going to eventually merge it into two. You know, when they well, start yeah, with three, they're going to always merge it into two. So. Exactly. But until that. Right. So you you can fully expect that. I mean, that's that's. That's really not a spoiler anymore. That's kind of common sense. Yeah. The only season where that didn't, where they didn't really have like a tribe that was a total disaster on the three tribes was probably Worlds Apart. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I, from from what I hear, Jeff Jeff really liked the season. Really excited by it. I, I don't know if it's um, because they were off for so long or it was just that great of a season or maybe a combination of both, you know. Uh-huh. But, Kansas, I know you're a Big Brother fan. Um, the yeah. Guy that does the casting, guy that does the casting for Survivor comes up with yep. these really cool cast. He's now casting for Big Brother, too. See, this should be probably one of the best casts in a long time, I'm thinking. Because exactly. somebody that's good, what, somebody that, different that's what I've been, casting, that, yes. That's what I've been telling Big Brother fans. Um, in my opinion, it's going to be a good cast because Jesse's doing it instead yeah. of Robin. You know? I'm so happy about that. I can tell you I have not heard back from them yet. So I'm guessing I probably really? will get on. Yeah. Wow. He's good. Jesse Jesse is really, really good. They even use him on Amazing Race, too. They use him on all three of the big shows on CBS. I'm expecting Big Brother to be really good this coming season. I'm thinking that um, our first podcast should be right before the premiere after they come out with the whole cast and they have the videos and everything that people can watch and they get everybody's ideas on. Huh? You talking about Big Brother? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, after it's officially announced and Mm -hmm. you got the videos and all that stuff, yeah, that's when you should have your first podcast. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, Yeah, well, you know, give everybody a chance to... Gives everybody a chance to to look at the videos and get to know everybody. Right. And that way, you know what you're talking about. And then about. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take I'm gonna take a thing from Mass Singer and say, "All right, everybody, you tell me who you think is gonna win, and I'm gonna write it down." 
please don't say who won that away. thing or because yeah. it didn't tape last night. So well, I don't, I don't want to know. Won't. Please don't tell me. <laughs> Melissa, we do Melissa, we do that on Survivor every season. Uh, yeah, first impressions. Normally, I let people watch an episode or two and then give me three names that you think is going to be in the finals, and we see how mm-hmm. we do at the end. That of the would season. be that's fun. I like when we do when we do that for Survivor. That'd be cool to do that for Big Brother. Yeah, who our favorites were and who we too. think you know might make it to the top three. That's always fun. Uh-huh. See how yeah. we do yeah. it. Yeah. And, just <laughs> and Jim writes it down. It. Yeah. And then he lets just us know what we're Every week you can say, okay, Kansas, you lost another one this week. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, I was almost real. thinking of doing a favorite or the uh, best big male big brothers. And the best female, well, kind of like we're doing with a Survivor, but then, I don't know. Hey, Steve. I don't know. Yeah, we yeah. can play around with it. That's fun. Yeah. Kevin Tops, ninth inning, two strikeouts and a ground out. Hogs win 6-4. Yeah, I just nice. I just saw it now on the, uh, on the SEC network. Yeah, Philly's one today. Melissa, honestly, the majority of the time, my first picks are always so wrong. But you know the thing about it, Kansas. Always so wrong. If you get to pick two or three, you can have you can have two of them not make it, and as long as you pick the winner, you still could win. I don't think I've ever picked a winner. I'm favorite from the get go. They disappointed me so badly. Yeah, yeah I always pick my favorites, and, and normally my favorites don't do good. Lately on Survivor, I've gotten really lucky. But on Big Brother, I don't ever get lucky. I don't ever get lucky. Yeah, I, I did think my well picks my... have been better with Survivor <laughs> than Big Brother. I did. I did pretty so, well on my picture. Okay, real quickly, um, Kansas. Who do you think the people are on Mass Singer? Who do you think is the chameleon? Oh gosh! See, the ones. Do you have that any? I probably don't because the ones that I knew are already out. Okay. All right. All right, folks. We got about a minute and a half left. Get your final Last thoughts week with Donnie, though, was that the best? When when he like shocked the hell out of his wife and she fell off her chair. She didn't even know it was her <laughs> husband. That was crazy. Yeah. The whole time he was on, she hated him. She's like, I hate this cockadoodle. Do whatever his stupid name was. I, I can't know. stand him. But it was you know so what? funny. I suspected it was him. I did. Did you? I suspected it was, yes. Do you, the do way you think, his mannerisms, the way he was moving. Was real or they, do you think that was real or they staged it? Oh, that was real. She what? had no clue at all. I mean, she was shocked. She fell on the floor. I mean, she was just, like, flabbergasted. <laughs> And she felt stupid. Yeah, she said, I good, can't though. believe I didn't know my own husband. She said, I'm going to get so much grief because of this. 
<laughs> yeah. But she did not know Jim. Okay. All right. And I, I knew all the I final. Didn't see it, so I, that's the reason I asked. I didn't see it. That was amazing. I right, knew all of the people. About, hey, we're down to about 45 seconds. Thanks, everybody, okay. for, for tuning in. Please right. come back next week where we're going to talk about the top ten heroes in Survivor. They can be males. They can be females. That's going to make it even more interesting. Oh, I like that they can be females, too. Okay, I thought it was yeah, just going to be guys. The, the okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, there's definitely female heroes, for sure. Yeah, the crossover is going to make it even more interesting. It, I so, love that. That's cool. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, and there's female villains, too, so that works out great. Uh-huh. Right, right. So, uh, right. I like that. Good night, everybody. Make sure you're here next week. Good night, everybody. Thanks a lot. Good night. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. You know you Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC.